Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to Lightweight. Today we have Scott, the owner of Happy Face, the owner of Happiness, and (laughs) overall a good friend that we've known for a long time. Welcome in to Lightweights, my man. Thank you for calling me the owner of Happiness, and thank you for having me on this podcast. Absolutely. We're sorry we're late. We had a little hiccup. It's okay. I was late, too. You guys just ended up being, like, I was 15 minutes late, you guys were 30 minutes late, but either way, we're all here now. We are. You let me in the garage, so I got to sit here, and I couldn't find a bottle opener, so I couldn't open my beer, but I got to sit here and <laughs> Did you stare bring the beer it. with you? I brought it with me, yes. My man. Hell yeah. I That's... just went on like a little bit of a bender for like seven days, and I depleted all of the GABA in my brain by like replacing it with alcohol, so uh-huh. when I uh, return from those benders, it takes me like three days of like trying to slowly drink and not like get fucked up before yeah, I can Yeah, it's like, funny. I, I do the same thing with working out like if i if i i don't know for example go to europe and Mm -hmm. i'll go on these benders too i'll come back from europe and i'll slowly ease into working out you know like i'll like go little by little but kind of the opposite of what you do (laughs) (laughs) i mean i do it with working out too like yesterday i had had like five beers because i was like all right i don't want to have any shots like i just i feel so anxious because my brain is just like dead right now so i had like five beers and i was like I need to sleep, I need rest, I need to hydrate. So I took a nap and I woke up in two hours and I was like, all right, I'm a fat piece of shit. I got to go get on the elliptical for like 30 minutes at least. Like I'm not going to do like a full on workout, but I'm going to do something. So then like today I ran two miles in fucking 19 minutes because I was just like, I'm trying to ease my way back into it. Totally. Many people don't know, but Scott's gym is actually the first gym that I went to when I moved to LA because everything else was closed during the pandemic. And thank you for allowing me to use your facilities, kind sir. Of course. We, I mean, I've, I'm kind of pissed. You guys just like took over. You're like, all right, Scott <laughs> has a gym. Now we're going to build a gym. And I'm going to build like a whole fitness brand around it. I was like, why didn't I fucking do this first? Actually, me and Todd talk about that sometimes. He's like, how come we didn't fucking start a workout? Thing? We've, been, we've been working out for fucking years. Now all of a sudden he starts working out. And now he's training everybody and getting them fit and shit. Like... We've been working on our bodies our whole fucking lives. It's the most Todd shit to say ever. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's so funny. Um, I yeah. miss you guys coming over to my gym. Dude, I you know. still haven't been to my gym. The fuck? I've been there. I, I did like a couple sets with Matt Espinosa one day. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's but it funny. was like a, just like a random stop by. And I was like, all right, there's nothing else going. Like I got to David's house and then everybody was leaving as soon as I got there. So I was like. Why did I come here? And then I went to the gym <laughs> okay, and worked okay. out for a bit. Why well, didn't you come to the world's biggest pizza today? Because I don't feel good. That's hence the maintenance beer that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Like I literally just, I've had three days of waking up and being like, how long can I hold off until I have a beer today? Like, can I get more sleep? But I like wake up and I get so anxious. Like I get in like anxious ruts when I fuck myself up. Yeah. And I feel bad about it too. Like, so it probably makes me feel worse. Like, there's certain people, like, Todd again, for example, can fucking rage, stay out till fucking 5 in the morning, and then go on a hike at 7.30 in the morning, and I'm like, how do you not feel like dude, you're... Dude, Todd is a fucking animal. 
like absolute beast. Yeah, like those. I can never do that ever. Like if I'm if I'm staying up until if I'm staying up past midnight, I'm not working out until like noon. <laughs> you know, I was gonna ask. First off, can I have one? Of course. Like guys, I'm about to eat a watermelon happy face gummy. It's a CBD company, obviously that Scotty owns. It's Scott, uh, Jay, and Scott, Jay, Todd, Joe, um, Wagner, not Volpus, and uh, Kyle. There's like a couple smaller investors and stuff that are our connection to like move up to the weed industry, which we're like really working on like solidifying like how we get our weed and where we're gonna get it distributed and stuff. Speaking of those gummies, though, we just started to, uh, or actually, we just got those delivered. We are revamping them. So we have now sleep gummies that have, like, a bunch of stuff for, like, uh, mood enhancement, stress relief, and, like, to help you, like, fall asleep at night. You know, like, actual vitamins other yeah. than CBD. And then also a daytime one that's more like a immunity one. It's got, like, elderberry and vitamin C and, like, shit like that that, like, is just good for you outside of just having the calming effects of CBD, which I'm really excited about because those are just straight up CBD watermelon gummies. What this is supposed to do, and I never really understood, but what this is supposed to do is relax me. Yeah, or... and it's not really that much of a noticeable effect. Like, But for me, I, I say this all the time, I, when I take ibuprofen, which is supposed to like help you with headaches and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know if it really did anything or my headache just kind of slowly dissipated. You know, like I don't feel the effects of shit unless it's like, a really intense effect. Mm -hmm. So CBD is supposed to have these natural, just calming effects, kind of reduce your heart rate, make you feel, feel chilled out, but it's not going to like, it's not like a Xanax, you know, you're not right. going to be like, Oh man, I have no stress in the world right now. A lot of people think that it like slows down the jitters of caffeine. Cause a lot of people that drink caffeine, if they overdo it, then you're fucking like, Oh shit, yeah, I'm yeah. all jittery and anxious. One thing that I do use of happy face pretty religiously is the roller muscle rub yes kind of like a icy yeah. hot icy hot yeah yeah exactly not icy hot but and that's the reason that i'm excited about the new gummies is because they have all these other vitamins that like people scientifically know really do shit and like cbd really does shit but it's not like federally like yeah you're gonna like be cured of anxiety because of this it's definitely all like yeah. a mind thing so the gummies are now gonna have all this actual vitamins yeah. And stuff like that. And the muscle rub has like actual icy hot in it as well as the CBD. So you're like, it does stuff even if I don't know if CBD is doing anything. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I, st I stopped drinking coffee. I stopped drinking coffee back in July. Mm -hmm. Didn't drink it for 30 days. Went to Europe. They have the best coffee ever. Obviously, you got to have some espressos and yeah. shit like that. Drank it for six days straight. Now I'm on day 24. No, day 23 of drinking no coffee. How do you feel? Is it just no Amazing. coffee or is it no caffeine? Like, are, have you no. sworn off Zila too or just coffee? No caffeine. No caffeine. At all. Yeah. What about no Celsius? Nothing. Zero. But yeah, it's, it feels amazing just having natural energy. Like, amazing. Yeah. You don't have any lows throughout the day? No. I would have lows throughout the day when I would have coffee because I'd be like, fucking need more coffee. You'd always show up here with a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And that always gives you like a crash too. Mm -hmm. I know a couple people who don't really drink caffeine and a couple of people who don't really drink alcohol and like... Those are the people who feel like they have life figured out, you know? Yeah. They're like, I can get through this with all healthy energy. I can eat an apple and feel fucking great yeah. about my day. Because all that caffeine does, I've noticed, is also like, you know, you get three hours of sleep. You wake up feeling like shit. You're like, I need a cup of coffee. It's like you drink caffeine and it's not really 
giving you energy. It's telling your mind that it should be awake when really all your mind wants to do is sleep. Yeah. So then you start feeling like fuzzy and crazy because you're like, you're, you're living on like borrowed time. It's, it's not, like a, yeah, it's like a drug. It really is. It's insane. Yeah. hundred percent. You just opened up your happy face store on Sunset Boulevard. Was it hard like getting the permits and everything? Um, getting the permits wasn't like too hard or anything. And we also got it cause we were like, this would be great. Like Saddle Ranch is right here. We're going to have our place. And then Dobrix is going to be right there too. So yeah. there'll be a lot of, you know, foot traffic from people going to your guys's place. And also just to make sure that there was no one else shitty that moved into that spot. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got, who was the guy that moved in next door? He's Fame. like, we can make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. His, that's this whole thing we were like, wait a second, this is not who else we wanted in here. Yeah. Um, but the the store's not open. What we're kind of using it for right now is like a billboard. You know, we have our sign outside. So we're yeah. like, all right, it's good. This is like visible on Sunset Boulevard. Um, we got it kind of built inside. But I think we've been thinking about like how many people are going to go to a brick and mortar store to buy CBD. You know, even thinking about Saddle Ranch traffic, originally we were like, the reason that store that was there before did well was because they sold like energy drinks for cheap and then they had like vape pens and all this shit that drunk yeah. people wanted to go buy. But drunk people don't want to go buy something that's good for them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they'll want to go buy some pizza, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, when you start selling weed, if at all possible, in that store, that would be killer. Yeah. We're going to have a, a system in there where you can. Can like, you talk close to the mic? We're gonna have a system in there where you can like order the weed from there, but we can't get a dispensary license in that store exactly. There's like very few available. Yeah. Like, and they're very expensive. How much to are buy. they? How much is a dispensary license? Oh my god. Like ten mil. Or is that like as outrageous? Now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember. I think they, I think they are like in the millions. Liquor licenses are more like fifty grand, a hundred grand. I yeah. think. But Los Angeles weed licenses are like you got to buy somewhere that already has the license that's why those businesses make so much money because there's so much scarcity in it mm -hmm. you know i mean there's a lot of scarcity in the fact that like not just anybody can open one up out of nowhere but california is like probably the biggest market for weed so there's a lot of weed stores yeah like you can like run around the corner and be like weed store weed store weed yeah. store but at the same time there's so many people in LA who are smoking weed that each one of these places is making millions of dollars in revenue without any sort of fucking promotion. Like, yeah. It's just what store is closest to me? People go to it and. Yeah, weed and alcohol is crazy, huh? It's fucking nuts. It's dude. nuts, man. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun 
Plus, my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. The music career going. You're on Fearless Records. I'm on Fearless Records. It was really cool, like, in the beginning as well, to be, like, signed to a record label. I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. Because I, I was really happy to be independent. Like, I liked the idea that I just, like, released stuff and it was mine. So, like, I was making the monthly check and stuff like that. And they have a good team over there. Like, it's easy to, like, get something done. But at the same time, there's a little bit more hoops to jump through when I want to do something because I'm not independent. So Do you have to run things by the label? Like, if you want to drop a song or drop a music video? Yeah. It has to be, like, kind of a group decision on, like, what's going to be the single and whatnot. But, like, they definitely let me take the lead on making decisions. But, you know, like, when we first had the meeting, like, I had a bunch of songs that I really liked. They were kind of pop-punky style, and they were, like, we're kind of like we we want you for like the pop the alt pop stuff that you like have on your previous albums because they're already like a pop punk sort of label so i was kind of like signed on as this like we like the goofy scotty stuff the like alt alt pop um so that's all fine too like it's not like they were like fuck these songs it was just like maybe on the next album we'll put like some of these on or like mix them together the right way but Overall, it's great. What's the benefit of uh, going with a label versus being independent? The benefit is a marketing team who like gets you playlisted or on radio and shit. So like, I had three songs from my most recent album that did better than all the rest because those are the ones that got placements in playlists. Mm-hmm. And that's all because of the hoops that the label's having me jump through. It's like, all right, we need to get this stuff early so we can submit it to playlists and all the shit that I wouldn't think about to do for myself. So like... I don't know how those songs would have done if it wasn't for the label, but I also don't know 
Brain fart. <laughs> I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying. Basically, a label is able to push your music in a way that you necessarily wouldn't be able to push it. I also They also gave me a big chunk of change in the beginning. So now I don't see money until I recoup that. Right. So it's really nice to get in advance. But then after the advance runs out, you're like... <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the biggest check you got when you were unsigned from your songs um i had one month that i think i did like thirty thousand dollars in one month just from my music but that, at that point i had like 26 songs so like having a catalog full of songs which are like repeatable like that people can go back and listen to or they're on a playlist and they're just randomly like in their car listening mm-hmm like it was that was what was really cool about like continuously building up this catalog of music was that it wouldn't stop like it would slow down but it wasn't going to just like a YouTube video you know you get paid for like the first 24 hours is when you make the most money and then like a week later maybe you're making a couple cents cuz people aren't going back to watch these videos but uh, songs get replayed I was going to ask how much do you make per I don't know 1000 plays on Spotify or not you but generally Generally, I, I know by the millions, it used to be $6,000 on Spotify, but now it's closer to like 4000 By the million? By the million. Gotcha. So 1,000 plays, you're making sense. Damn. Yeah. So you got you to gotta get quite a few streams, but there's so many avenues to get a lot of streams. And it's kind of something that you see some artists talk about negatively. They're like, I hate that I have to write songs for TikTok. But then other artists are utilizing the fuck out of TikTok, and like yeah. they know exactly what they're doing. You're seeing people with like fifty thousand followers who have massive, massive TikTok hits or song hits because they know how to utilize TikTok. Whereas like my shit was doing pretty well originally, but I don't know how the fuck to use TikTok. I suck at TikTok. What do you mean by use TikTok? Like get a trending dance? Not even the t- a trending dance. I had like a trending dance made. Like um, for one of my songs and the song just wasn't that good. But like I asked Mariah, like if I could pay her a little something to like come up with a dance for me. And then we had like hundreds of like big TikTokers make a dance to it. Like even Addison Rae did one and her video had millions of views and the song had millions of like uses or not millions, thousands of uses that people were like dancing to that song. Yeah. But because the song was just like a cool dance trend, People weren't going to be like, doesn't let's go listen to the song. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Wow. Al- it doesn't always translate. Whereas my more viral shit was like a gimmicky. Like I wrote "Men Are Trash" because like my girlfriend was like, I was like, can you give me an idea for a song? And she was like, write about being like a really nice guy that's like sweet, so like girls don't like him as much as they like like a bad boy or whatever. So that's how I came up with the idea for "Men Are Trash," and I wrote that with like a couple gimmicky lines that say like he ain't shit like men are trash and maybe you're a raccoon and like people latched onto those lines because it was more of a meme so that song like kind of built its own hype on tiktok so i think the like advice for anyone making music is just like put shit out like write and put it out especially if you're like a small independent artist like just fucking do it don't try to perfect everything you're doing just like write it for fun I hate that song, Men Are Trash, and I'll tell you why. No offense. Okay. At your concert, I posted a video of Men Are Trash, and I zoomed in on Matt King, and Instagram, uh, they flagged me for 90 (laughs) days for hate speech. They flagged you for 90 days? 90 days. My account was suppressed because I called Matt King trash. 
<laughs> they they deleted they deleted my story post and a post on my actual page too about the song because it says men are trash. Yeah, dude, that's pretty insane. We gotta change the title. But the title was the clickbait. It's this, the the song titles are just like fucking YouTube clickbait too. It's crazy. Men are not nice. <laughs> men are not nice. Wow, that's that's crazy. When's your next album coming out? My next album. That's kind of that's a toss up right now. I have a new song coming out in the end of no, the beginning of October. I have a new song coming out called Leave Me Alone. But as far as the next album goes, I released my last album in March. They have a year to decide from the last album if they want a second album. So you're in limbo. I'm in limbo. Yeah. So I'm kind of like I have like five more songs to deliver based on the first album's like deliverables. And then once those are delivered, then it's just them kind of deciding, like, is he working out for us or not? Yeah. Do we want to sign him for that second album? Because it was a one-in-one deal. Hypothetically, you don't pay back that advance that you got in the beginning. What happens? Um, they eat the cost for making a bad choice with me. And then what if you made way more than that? That's where you get that? That's where the split starts coming in. Mm. So, like, I think it's something like a 23% me and... What's the math here? 77% them? 93%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> Ilya plays drums if you ever need a drummer. Yeah, man, I got you. Oh, I, I could always use a drummer. Every now and then we'll be just recording. I'll just be like... Yeah, I'll be doing that thing. It's really annoying. <laughs> I have to edit out of every podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry about him then. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so sick of talking about myself. I feel like I've been talking for so long. What do That's you, the point, man. But it's not the point. People, I talk about myself all the time on so many different... Bullshit well, channels. Well, what do you want to talk about? We're up in anything, man. I, I have something I want to good. know one of your facts or something good. <laughs> I have a fun fact. Okay, give it to me. Our boy Ilya was in the new Call of Duty game. Is that real? Or yeah. You, you found a doppelganger. Nah, dude, that's him. Damn, that's sick, man. Your beard looks pretty thick in that. Yeah, yeah dude. See. Fucking congrats. Oh, wow. That's is that crazy. one of the uh, good guy team or is the terrorist? I assume the terrorist. Yeah, that's the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, that doesn't really look like me, man. That looks spot on to you, dude. Well, congrats on your role if it is you. I feel like you would know. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't remember. You really don't think that looks like you? Let me see. I mean, out of all the people that would look like me, that's not... I mean, maybe like two-tenths. He looks a little thicker than Ilya would be. Yeah, he's a thick boy. He's probably at 18% body fat. He also does have a bulletproof vest on or something. So, like, we can't yeah, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, no. Joe went from teeny weeny podcast mid views to lightweights was the second thing you did, right? 
Correctamundo. Then you started one with Josh Peck, and then you stopped doing that one because it was just a little too much for both of you, right? Correct. So this has been probably your favorite podcast so far to do ever? Lightweight? No, Teeny Weenie will always be number one in my heart. Not in your butthole? You but in my butthole, teeny- Lightweights is number one. <laughs> why'd, you, uh, why'd you stop Teeny Weenie? Views stopped, <laughs> so <laughs> therefore I wasn't able to continue. To advertise? Yeah, I okay. was unable to keep mine going. Didn't we even give you like one one teeny weeny spot on Scott Cast? Like it was like one day you had like a one minute. Yeah, it was hot. Weenie. Dude, <laughs> I came in. I I what did I do? Didn't I promote like Swedish fish or something? I don't know, but it was really good. <laughs> I loved like I have like my whole podcast that I do, and it's just like it's me and my little brother and Jack Dietrich. And there's something about it that like I don't get to talk exactly the way I want. So I started my own little podcast. I know, I, a Scott Sire podcast. Yeah, it's just called Scott Sire. Or I, I call it Don't Be Sad podcast, but it's like 10 to 15 minute episodes. And I just get on there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk about uh, social anxiety today. So I like get that out of my system, but then I can go and have fun on the other podcast. So I don't know if you ever want to do a solo podcast. Don't hit anyone up. <laughs> <laughs> you just see me start another one. <laughs> Do you like this book? I don't know yet, man. I haven't really found anything cool. I, I got fucking lied to. Like, have you gotten a bunch of your facts from this book? No, no. Like, this every is the time first I, time. Every first time, time I see your clips, I'm like, all right, where did you get this one from? And then I came in here and saw this fucking book. I was like, does no. he get this from a fucking no, book every no, time? No, no, no. I've never seen this book in my life. I thought you just knew shit. No. I do, bro. He I normally even, does. I don't even have to look shit up. I bought an animal fact book hoping that it would be fun. Okay, here we go. Panda facts. <laughs> Dude, did you know that koalas, like, eat poison? Eucalyptus <laughs> is literally poison, bro. And you know how the babies get their nutrients? How? They suck shit out of their mom's assholes when they're babies. It's so fucked how everybody makes fun of me for doing this. <laughs> No, but it's true. I'm telling you the truth right now. Scott's right. They do eat poison. I didn't know the butthole part. They literally suck the feces, like the drizzle from their mom's butts to get nutrients when they're younger. What? Somebody comment down below. I think I'm right. Wait, that's fucking insane. Yeah. There's our fact. I don't even guarantee you this fucking animal book book for kids doesn't have that fact. (laughs) For kids. I don't know. Is it for kids one? But yeah, they're like also just like fucking bad they all have chlamydia that's another one about the koalas koalas have chlamydia huh they are like born with it and that's how they pass it on to the younger ones is that they shit in their baby's mouths essentially oh my god chlamydia that's fucking insane and we all think koalas are so fucking cute right but they're just they're monsters disgusting yeah wow man good job Thanks. That's probably one of the best ones I've heard. And you were taking a long time with the book, so I don't know how much of that I made up. I'm pretty sure it's all true, but um, ah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Did you know chimpanzees can't swim, although their homes are near water bodies? That's crazy. Then we're definitely not evolved from chimps because we can all swim. But that's why they put them in the in the barrier in zoos. They have a moat around them because they can't escape. That's Uh, really surprising. Actually. Watch watch zoo escapes on YouTube. You can see some monkeys get exiled, and they'll throw them into the water, <laughs> and then they'll climb the fence and then monkeys escape. Monkeys are savages, man. Wait Chimpanzees will like rip fucking balls off each other. Yeah, they will. Uh, dude, actually, yeah. Like thinking about like some of the the Animal Kingdom shit I used to watch when Discovery Channel and National Geographic were like staples of my childhood. Yeah, 
We got to see a lot of that, like how like animals are fucking ruthless. Like they would have wars with each other, the monkeys. Like they yes. grab sticks and stones and be beating the shit out of each other. Uh-huh. Like it's real life Planet of the Apes shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were trying to figure it out last week. Do you think that you could take a mountain lion if you uh, had a knife? I could take a mountain lion, no problem. See? I could take pretty much any animal there is. Ooh, Elephant? Yeah. Elephant, easy. <laughs> Rhino? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Silverback? Dude, I'm a beast. <laughs> no, you're really big. <laughs> I can see it. All right. Well, thanks for coming out, my man. Okay, thanks for having me, my mans. <laughs> Sorry, we were late again. It's okay. I was late too, like I said. Yeah. And also, I like to apologize in response to apologies because I don't. Thank makes you. me uncomfortable being apologized to. Thank you for apologizing to my apology. Of course, you're you're welcome, and thank you for accepting. And a like- huge shout out. To La Floral for hooking us up with these beautiful flowers. God damn it. They look great, man. You got these flowers for free? Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> they sent them in. Did you, like, give them to him and be like, these are for you, baby? And no, he called me one day. He's like, you, no, fuck that. He's like, you like these flowers I got for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Anything I could do to try and talk to Ilya more. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Lightweights. Out. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.